When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. thought last week was going to be like the the rock bottom for the Denver Broncos and I think that's mostly on me for thinking that the Broncos have reached rock bottom. It's mostly on me for assuming that they can't get worse. It's mostly on me for thinking that the worst has already happened because you know I, I you would think that I'm smart enough to know that the Broncos are able to disappoint me even more than they already have. And that's exactly what they did against the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold looks fine. And everything is going wrong for the Denver Broncos, essentially. Essentially. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Horse Tracks. It is Monday, November 28th. It's snowy up here in Idaho, and uh, down in Denver, it's just all tears and sadness. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's certainly is something. It certainly is something. But uh, my name is Ross. I appreciate you guys taking some time every day to listen to this edition of Horse Tracks. Um, we're just going to do a brief game recap, take a look at some of the quotes from the game, and the latest Denver Broncos news coming out from this week and from this Sunday. Um, of course, if you want a more in-depth breakdown of the game and going over a lot more news, also we'll be on um, uh, another uh, back-to-back weeks of Nathaniel Hackett Firewatch. Make sure to join me live on Twitch at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time every single Monday. That's at twitch.tv forward slash mhr 
underscore live. Like I said, every 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, all Mondays, um, we'll be breaking down the game live with you guys. Um, of course, if you're not able to make it live, uh, it will also be released as a podcast version a little bit later in the day. And then also you can just go on over to Twitch um, and watch the replay of that one as well. Um, you can also, if you want to as well, it's also going to be on YouTube from now on. It's going to be in my channel, Fourth and Long Media. So you can find it all there. Uh, a little bit more in-depth breakdown and the latest and greatest Broncos news and hopefully some updates on some of these stories. And like I said, I really, really hope that you guys will be able to join me and we can react live to Nathaniel Hackett being fired from the Denver Broncos. Um, but let's go ahead and break into the game recap from Sunday. Um, some fun facts for you guys to start things off. Um, the Broncos have the worst offense since 2000, the year 2000. Uh, right now, they're averaging about 14.7 points per game. The Browns averaged 10.1 in the year 2000. So uh, since then, the Broncos are... If the Broncos do anything that those Cleveland Browns are doing, or pretty much any Cleveland Browns team from history is doing, that's obviously not good. And I think one of the clear things that we can see from this game is that the Broncos' offense actually... Even though they only put up 16 points last week, um, or whatever, um, and even though they only scored one touchdown last week, even though they didn't do anything besides score a touchdown on the opening drive last week, the offense still fa- uh, managed to find a way to regress. Um, it looked like progress was being made, like I said last week. looked like progress was being made, but it's the same problems at the end of the day with this Broncos team. And I think that's the most frustrating thing about being a Broncos fan right now and about watching these games is because it's the same issues every single week. You know, if the Broncos were finding maybe different ways to lose, different issues to blame, different problems happening with the team, then it might make watching easier. But no, it's the same stuff every single week, and it is just excruciating to watch. Uh, the Broncos, like I said, another one touchdown game. They were still horrible on third down. Four for 14, uh, which is 29% conversion rates on third down. Um, and they also lost the turnover battle. They had two fumbles to just one fumble, and they did nothing through the air. Listen to this. The Broncos averaged only 3.3 passing yards per attempt. 3.3 passing yards per attempt. That is absolutely atrocious. Now, if we want a bright spot, I guess we could say that they only had four penalties for 44 yards. That's like a freaking miracle for the Broncos penalty-wise, you know, this season. So, go ahead. Let's let's tip our caps to that one. Good job, Broncos. You guys didn't just suck when it comes to penalties, but you did also have a penalty that took a touchdown off the board, even though, I mean, Let's be honest, that touchdown was going to matter anyway. Um, then another thing that still went wrong um, is that the Broncos' offensive line could not hold up against the opposing pass rush again. They gave up three sacks for 17 yards in this game. They also gave up 10, 10 quarterback hits. I'll be going a little bit more in-depth on this one um, on Monday's live stream. It's just freaking brutal. Um, I guess maybe this is one way. While we, one reason we could still say that Russell Wilson isn't the problem. Um, he's he's just lucky. Honestly, he's lucky that the Broncos have a lot of things to blame right now. Uh, but it's it's getting close. It's getting close on that whole Russell Wilson thing. Um, and all I know is that it's just 
painful, um, annoying that Nathaniel Hacken hasn't been fired yet. Uh, you think this new ownership crew would um, would be a little bit more quicker to act on Hackett, uh, maybe a little bit quicker to pull the plug on him. It's like, hey, you guys, trying to build something new here. Um, it's time. It's time. What is there with Nathaniel Hackett? I'll be going to a little bit more about the coaching next year uh, on, on the live stream as well. So don't you worry about that one. Uh, but just some quotes for the game. Of course, one of the biggest things that we saw during this game, the biggest piece of drama and controversy uh, was uh, Russell Wilson and Mike Purcell uh, exchange. So that was a funny one. So they both downplay after the fact. Um, if you haven't seen the video, you can go on over to the um, Instagram account for Mile High Report. Um, that's just at Mile High Report over on Instagram. I run that bad boy. And you can make sure to you know hit me up. Yeah, find us there. Instagram, good. Um, yeah, follow us. That'd be great. Um, and so you saw the video. Mike Purcell yells something. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson doesn't really respond. And it's right behind Nathaniel Hackett. Um, so uh, they both downplayed this one after the game. Russell Wilson said, "Quote: um, I loved it. He came off. He came off real pissed off. Said, let's effing go. Me and him are on the same page." Then Mike Purcell goes on to say, "We just need a spark. Trying to get a spark. It comes from a place of love." Now. Uh, is it my position here to play truth or BS? Um, possibly. I don't know. I guess that's what we do now. We we just, I don't know, take a, take a guess on what someone's actual intentions are, even though we don't really know them as a person or can see into their mind. But I guess if I'm guessing on this one, like a real NFL pundit does, I will say that it's a little bit in between. I believe there's some genuine frustration there from Mike Purcell. I think he's just speaking on behalf of the defense at this point. Um, I believe there is actual anger there and annoyance with Russell Wilson. I would totally understand it. But I think at the end of the day, they all just want to be a better football team. Um, and that's what you do. They're, they're all brothers. And that's what happens when you're in a locker room like this. That's what happens when you're on a team like this. You're brothers. Um, and what do brothers do? They fight sometimes. They yell at each other sometimes. So this isn't a sign of the locker room turning on Russell Wilson. It, it's probably just turned on Nathaniel Hackett and most of these other coaches totally understandable but i don't think the locker room is turning on russell wilson i don't think this is necessarily an issue um in fact i'm surprised we haven't seen an outburst like this from the defense um until now so i i really don't think this is that big of an issue i don't think this is too big of a story um in fact i i i'm totally cool with it i think it's fine um it's good team stuff. That, that's really all I have to say on that one. Um, then go ahead and take a listen to Nathaniel Hackett. Um, give me us another Nathaniel Hackett-esque quote after the game when he was asked about his job status. Throughout the season, how do you keep that, you know, now that most of the sort of tangible goals for the season, are, you know, especially as the postseason are, are gone? Uh, it's about accountability. Everybody's got to see what they can do themselves to be able to get better. Um, it goes in all three phases. All three phases have to be better. That starts with me. I got to be better. The coach has got to be better. Players got to be better. And uh, we just continually talk about uh, growing, understanding where we're going to go, and uh, what we can do. Are you worried at all about your own status after a loss like this? Given it's what seven of eight games you guys have dropped. Uh, I mean, it's about the team. You know, I'm just I just want to find a way to win a football game. I mean, that's so important to me. Uh, these coaches, these players, they work uh, so hard, and I just want to be there for them to be able to try to make it so we can be successful out of the field. As you evaluate everything from this game, will play calling duties be another thing that you evaluate going into Baltimore? 
I think we're always evaluating everything. We, we want to try to put ourselves in the best position possible. I think Clint has, has done a good job, and uh, we got whoever's calling the plays, we got to find a way to get more yards and more points. Yeah, so we got another accountability quote. Gosh, dude, this is another reason. Honestly, this could be the main reason why Hackett needs to be fired. I swear he says the same thing to any question every single week. It, it's it's almost funny. It's almost comical how bad, just how bad his interviews are and how useless his press conferences are. My word, he says nothing. So that's... And that's the fun one we have to do with this Broncos fans. I'll, like I said, I'll be talking about this one a little bit more on the live stream on Monday. But we're just going ahead and cap things off here uh, with the latest kind of injury wrap-up that we have out of the Broncos. Uh, honestly, I was super surprised that 10 people didn't go down with um, hurt hamstrings in this one. Um, in fact, just two Broncos were injured during the course of the game. Uh, backup linebacker Dakota Allen was ruled out of the game uh, with a hamstring injury. Shocker on the hammy. I've never seen the Broncos player go down with a hamstring injury under this uh, uh, under this strength and conditioning staff. No way. No way. Shocker. Unbelievable. Um, and then also, um, so we're still obviously waiting on updates for him. It's going to come out on Monday. Then also on Monday, um, we're going to be getting some more updates on cornerback Darius Phillips. Um, during the course of the game, he was being evaluated for a concussion. Uh, Broncos have re- haven't released a statement yet on whether or not um, he has passed concussion protocol, of course, at the time of the recording. Um, that's the best I have for you there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of Horse Tracks. The Broncos may be bad. The Broncos may be heartbreakingly disappointing. But and th- at least you still have me and the rest of the crew. I, I really don't know if that's that much of a consolation. But I do really appreciate you guys making us one of the most um, tuned, in, one of the most listened and streamed um, podcasts for anything among these uh, SB Nation uh, stuff. And we're also, I believe, the most trafficked um, SB Nation site over the course of Sunday as well. So, you guys are awesome. You guys are still giving us tons of views. You're giving us tons of... I really appreciate you turning out over on Twitch. You guys have been awesome, putting up some great numbers there. And I'm just... I can, if I can't be appreciated of the Broncos, um, you bet I'm going to be appreciative of the people that listen and support us. And that's each and every single one of you. Uh, but uh, once you're done here, go ahead and go on over to milehighreport.com for tons of awesome articles daily. If you haven't already, go ahead and bookmark that website. That's the closer you can get to following a website, I think. So, yeah, do that. Uh, follow us on any social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I said any, but it's those three, at milehighreport. Like I uh, said earlier, yours truly runs the Instagram. So go ahead, say hi over to me. Make yourself a... A little bit more positive than most of the comments I've been getting recently, but also I can't, I can't say that I am surprised. Um, and yeah, um, follow us on Twitch, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time every single Monday. Um, with that being said, I've been Ross. We've all struggled to watch the Broncos today, if you even did at all. And I will see you guys next time, hopefully with some news on Nathaniel Hackett.